This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's getting cold outside and you know that is my favorite time of year. Mine too. Cuffing season. That's right. Turtleneck season. The best. And spooky season. Me and Zakia bonded <laughs> very, very early in our friendship over our love of all things spooky. That's right. We love Halloween. We love all the marathons of all the scary movies. We will watch them all and scare ourselves to the point where we can't go to sleep. Yeah, you got to watch them back to back to back to back to back. Yes. Don't let the scariness die down. You got to keep a high level of exactly anxiety. You watch six scary movies back to back and then a Cheerios commercial come on. You still going to be shook by that Cheerios commercial. You're That's like, what was that scared we want to be. What was that behind her? <laughs> <laughs> it's just milk. <laughs> <laughs> Those honey nut O's, I don't know. I'm Titi. And I'm Zakia. And from Spotify Studios, this is Dope Labs. So I don't think we told this part of the story, but in the memory episode, when you talked about dropping the rib on the floor, that's because we thought we heard something at the back door, Mm -hmm. but we had also watched two or three slasher films. Yeah. So we thought he had come, him the killer, to to get us. (laughs) (laughs) We ran out no shoes or nothing, Jesus. And there was no fire. (laughs) No one was there. What's your favorite scary movie? I've been watching a lot of new scary movies recently, like scary movies that I have never seen before or never Mm -hmm. heard about. And one that I saw was The Babadook. And I actually recommended that to you because me and Jenny, our producer, had watched it and really liked it. Yeah, and I could not... I was getting into it. I was like, this is going to be good. And when they moved that refrigerator and that roach came out, I was like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) (laughs) I am not watching this anymore. That was the scariest part of the movie for Zakia. Yeah, that was it. I was out. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, she is more scared of a shiny back beetle than she is of a man with a knife. Have you seen that meme where it was like, I'm so scared of bugs, you could rob me with a centipede? (laughs) That's Zakia. That is is Zakia. Don't let nothing black be on your floor black and round it could be i'm like what is that it could be a button (laughs) she is burning that house to the ground i'm walking on my toenails Mm -hmm. okay getting out of there i do not have a bugger house i walked i went over there to save her one time and she was in there walking on her eyelashes (laughs) she was shook (laughs) (laughs) she was so scared i'd never seen my friend like that but i was glad i could help so we are going to talk about Everything ghosts. ghosts, specifically the equipment used to track these ghosts, ghouls, and goblins. Yeah, so this episode is going to be a lot like the Wakanda Forever episode. Like, we're going to be stretching some of the science just so that we can kind of explain how some of these things can work. Yeah, we're just exploring the tech. So in Wakanda, we said, what would the technology look like if this existed? And now we're saying... What does the technology look like that does exist? How does it work? How does it work? And most importantly, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, can I get a drum roll, please? Coming to the stage with 
physics and chemistry <laughs> is my friend TT. So TT is going to tell you guys all about everything behind the technology because you know that it's not my area. But I'm here to learn with you. Let's go. So let's get into the recitation. Even though insects and bugs scare me, that's a different type of scare. Mm-hmm. The supernatural scary, I love. Yes, the because possibility. It's, honestly, because it's like, how can we explain any of this? That is the one part of like our whole world that I don't think anybody's really able to explain. What happens after you die? Or if you don't die. I think my obsession with ghosts started with the movie Ghosts. Patrick Swayze, Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg, Demi Moore. That was a good movie. Ooh. And also that it started my obsession with pottery. But <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yes. But I think, you know, I would want to know like, how could I tell if there was a ghost here? Is it a friendly ghost? Is it a mean ghost? Right. Like, how do you track a ghost? Yeah, I see people, you know, you think all the way back to Ghostbusters. People right. always carried all this equipment, but what is it? Exactly. And I know that you want ghosts to follow you around for whatever reason, but, like, is there something that you can do as a person who is crazy (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to get get ghosts to follow you? I'm going to rephrase your question. (laughs) So you're saying as someone who's interested in the paranormal, are there certain, like, Interested in in interacting with the paranormal. I only want to interact with a certain subset of the paranormal universe if it exists okay i don't even know if it exists i need to be convinced do you need fancy equipment though that's another good question i, I feel like there's some other things that you can do because we've seen in other movies like it was a poltergeist where they had candles and stuff like yeah. that like do i need to drop a thousand dollars on a piece of equipment or can i walk in with a jar of peanut butter and <laughs> uh, <laughs> draw the ghost out <laughs> and a curtain rod <laughs> This is an interesting one because I feel like all the old stories, there's all ghost stories have been a lot around way longer than equipment has. That's so true. So maybe you just are able to detect a weaker level ghost. I don't know with more <laughs> equipment. <laughs> yeah. And then another question is: is once you find the ghost, or if you find a ghost, then what? What's the next step? Get rid of it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> So let's get into the dissection. If we wanted to put ghosts under the microscope, we had to call the right people. Yes, and we found the perfect people. They are the Ghost Brothers. And they're from the Travel Channel's Ghost Brothers, Haunted House Guests. Daylin Spratt here, a.k.a. Black Chocolate. Hey, what's going on? You got Juwan Mass here. I'm the Paranormal Poppy. And this is uh, the Marcus Harvey, the Barber Star. Mm. Ghost Tracy. We are the Ghost Brothers from Travel Channel's Ghost Brothers Haunted House Guests. If you didn't catch us when our season was on, go catch us on Travel Channel Go. Oh, it's that dope. Yeah, you might as well do it right now. Go ahead, download that thing, baby. We asked the Ghost Brothers because they really are experts on all things ghosts. Mm-hmm. When you watch a thousand scary movies, like you said, everything is scary. So let's just draw some parameters. Dalen, what is a ghost? We like to categorize a ghost or a spirit. It's just like an entity that you can't see, you know what I mean, that's not physically here in the present, but may appear. People who are ghosts are the most petty people in the world because they can't let it go. I died. Okay, we know you died. Go on somewhere else. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different type ones. There are good ones. There are bad ones. <laughs> there's your homies. There's people that you had beef with in regular life. Like, all types of people that were walking this earth while they were alive, they keep that same type of energy and emotions in the afterlife. 
yeah, I mean, all the ghosts that we see in the scary movies are usually bad ghosts. But there there should be. I think there should be some good ghosts. I don't think anything exists in absolutes. So there has to be, you know. <laughs> a spectrum. Yeah, there has to be a spectrum. Could be just a slightly ticked off ghost or a sweetest pie ghost. What? Like Casper? Mm-hmm. He was a coward. Ooh. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> she means it. So if you're trying to figure out if there's some supernatural force, what do you look for? Yeah. Before we get into the tech, we have to determine what exactly we're detecting. So what is a ghost made of? This is what Marcus said. I don't even have the answer to that. I would just say energy. Um, like a science articles, test. Uh, we we yeah. studied if we <laughs> Dang, I, did not, I didn't even study that one. I didn't study that. Um, no, but what we have come to um, find out is just that uh, with the tools that we use, they're typically off of like electromagnetic, you know, fields. So typically the way that we kind of like know an entity is there is just by the energy that it kind of collects in that one space. But I would say it's pretty much electromagnetic type situations like atoms. You know, energy doesn't go anywhere. It just splits. If you Transferred. Will. Transferred. Did I, did I pass that test? Did I, get a, did I get an A on that one? Marcus is actually spot on. That is actually the first law of thermodynamics, also known as the conservation of energy law, which says that energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. We talked about that a little bit in the Wakanda episode. So what the Ghost Brothers are saying is that entities work in the exact same way. Our bodies have energy. And when we die, if we become a ghost, that energy is transformed from our human body into our ghost state. We understand now that this is energy that is transferred, but is it stuck in the one place or can it move around? Are they free to move about the cabin? Yeah, I mean, in a lot of scary movies, they always are saying, oh, this old woman died in this house and so she haunts this house. But I don't know. We find that these ghosts definitely do travel. Like we've interviewed some people, they feel like ghosts have attached to them and they've literally moved from house to house with these families. So these ghosts be getting a free ride in a fancy car, man, in my opinion. I mean, uh, free ride. We're going to say fancy car? <laughs> <laughs> them cars don't normally be fancy, nor them houses, but <laughs> they be getting some free rides. This is great news for me. Why? Because you know my go to thing for all my friends. Mm. If you're my close friend, I've told you this. If something happens, Come back and haunt me. Okay? I, if you're going to keep the same energy, I like you as a friend. I like you in the afterlife. It's cool. We can still kick it. And the Ghost Brothers are saying that you would be able to, like, take them with you to work. Yes, bring your ghost to work there. <laughs> Let's dive into the tech. According to the Ghost Brothers, you don't have to have a fancy kit. You know, you got you to gotta crawl before you ball. <laughs> so if you start crawling, you have just what you need, your body. Daylon says you don't have to break the bank and go and buy all this equipment. You can walk in there 10 toes. Yeah, I know when we first started trying to do Ghost Brothers, we didn't understand any of the technology that we had on hand. And we didn't want to use it because we didn't want to look dumb on television. So we try to go in with just your natural body as, you know, as a as a barometer. So like literally your body can feel heat changes. You know, it can feel it getting cool. You can start feeling nauseated. Your head can start hurting. Once you have confirmed all those things and you can check those boxes, you pretty much have a ghost. Now it's time. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to upgrade to the deluxe package. Mm-hmm. You need some real devices now. We asked Dalen, Marcus, and Juwan about their favorite pieces of equipment. And one really cool piece of equipment they, they told us about is an SLS detector or a structured light sensor. And it catches anomalies on it. So you can literally, 
I can scan you and a stick figure will pop up over your body. So if you move your arm, it'll move its arm. But it gets tricky when a stick figure pops up on this iPad and no one's in the room. The technology in the SLS detector is just like the technology in the Xbox Connect. So all the gaming systems where you don't have a remote control and you stand up in front of it and you can move your body and your character on the screen moves, that is SLS technology. A structured light sensor has two parts. It has the light that it projects out and then it has the sensor part. How does the projection part work? So it's basically light that has a specific pattern in it. So it can be just like dots. It can be strips. Mm -hmm. And then how does the sensor part work or how's the part is the sensor the part that will detect if there's a ghost? Yeah. So when the structured light comes in contact with something that distorts that pattern, which could be a body or an entity, that sensor can detect that distortion and then will show on the iPad screen that there is something there. So is it like yes and no, like something here, something's not here, or is it more detailed? I think it depends on the the type that you have. So you can get a budget sensor and it can say (laughs) somebody's here. But a lot of structured light sensors can show you a shape. And so... What the Ghost Brothers see on their iPad sometimes can be the outline of a human figure that they might not necessarily be able to see with their eyes. I see an entity. I'm breaking my lease. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's my friend. (laughs) Then you're going to put on a pot of tea. So if your SLS does pick something up, how do you know it's a ghost? So what the Ghost Brothers do is ask it a question. So like, if this is actually a spirit in here, can you raise your left hand? And it's been actual times where this stick figure has raised his left hand and waved at us. Like, it's crazy. It's literally crazy. You can't explain it. Man, we saw we saw a ghost do the robot one time. Pop lock. And dropped it. I was like, dang, you twerking out here. So they told us that you can see what's there. But what about hearing what's there? And that leads us to our next piece of equipment. The Ghost Brothers use digital voice recorders to detect EVP, or electronic voice phenomenon. Uh, We like to call them notorious EVP. Shout out to Biggie for the culture. Juwan says that they use this piece of equipment to pick up on voices that the human ear might not be able to detect. So essentially we'll be having a conversation with a spirit trying to get answers and this digital voice recorder or the EVP per se is to allow the spirit to communicate with you audibly. And it's, it's, it's crazy. Like you can't hear it with your natural ear, but you play it back and, and it's picked up um, through the silence. But like when you play back that, that recording, that's when you really get a lot of great stuff. Like we've, we've gotten stuff from hearing Jawan's name to hearing my name. They, the ghost still can't pronounce Dalen's name because uh, that's a little tricky for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just we've gotten a lot of things where, I mean, we've had spirits literally say their actual name like, I'm Skip. Yeah. So, you know, we've had a lot of things happen with that. So in a digital recording, you have audio waves, so sound waves, and that's picked up by the microphone. And once it gets inside of the digital recorder, it's converted into zeros and ones. And those zeros and ones are stored in that digital recorder. And when you want to play it back, it's converted back into their original waveforms. So with microphones, as we know, as we talk into these microphones now, the higher quality microphone that you have, the more that you can pick up. So you remember when we were recording the pilot, We had different mics then, and there was one microphone that we had that we swore we could hear 
other noises <laughs> in. I could hear my neighbor's heartbeat. So it works the same way with these EVPs. It records sound. And then when you play it back, you should be able to hear things that you can't hear with your normal ear. And it also makes me think about all the times that we listen to stuff and we hear things in the background that we don't hear while we're recording. Right. Is this like podcast buzzing. haunted? Why you want to be haunted so bad? God. It's exciting. I want to, I will watch the haunting. I don't want to be a part of it. Man, I see it go. Someone's like, follow me on Twitter at Z. <laughs> <laughs> And me, I'm like, block. <laughs> so Zakia wants to talk to these ghosts real bad. And one, <laughs> the ghost brothers said that one way that she can do that is with a device called an ovilus. It's like a little box was programmed with every word in the dictionary. So you literally hold it up and it has an antenna on it. So if a spirit's there, it can essentially talk to you through this box. So it spits out re- random words uh, one at a time. So you can be like, you know. Is there anything you want to tell us? And it'll say pain or, you know what I mean? It might say malice or it might say, you know, poltergeist. Like, there's no telling what word comes out of it. And you can't program it to speak any word either. So, totally random. I wonder, like, how sensitive are these things? I feel like we need this equipment. I know you don't. (laughs) (laughs) This kid's just taking it a little bit too far from me. (laughs) I want to do some experiments. I'm scared. I'm already nervous. I'm going to come to your house tomorrow. I'm going to have... No, I, a I don't. A handheld radio, a candle. If there's a ghost in this house, first of all, get out. A laser pointer. And second of all, I, hey, you can stay here rent free. Just don't touch me, please. When we get back, we're diving into even more ghost tech. Stay tuned. And we're back. We've been talking with Dalen, Jawan, and Marcus about all the tools they use to hunt ghosts. SLS detectors, digital voice recorders to detect EVP, and ovilus. But we still haven't talked about one of the most popular things used by the Ghost Brothers and other paranormal investigators, an EMF detector. An EMF detector detects electromagnetic fields. And electromagnetic fields are the result of an electric field and a magnetic field coming into contact with each other. So these types of fields are produced by all of our electronic devices, antennas. So all the towers that um, our cell phones ping off of, Mm -hmm. they all have electromagnetic fields associated with them. So what the Ghost Brothers are saying is that when a ghost crosses the plane from their spooky world into our human world, that it produces an electromagnetic field. So if you break this plane, then essentially a spirit would be in that area, if you will. So some EMF detectors simply detect a change in electromagnetic fields. But if you want to take it one step further, you could invest in something called a REM pod or a radiating electromagnetism pod. Unlike a regular EMF detector, a REM pod radiates its own electromagnetic field. By doing this, it can detect more than a regular EMF detector, and it makes it easy for the spirits to communicate. And the Ghost Brothers actually put REM pods inside stuffed animals as a decoy. And they say this works really well with kid ghosts. We have Nate Dog, which is a, another um, REM pod that's shaped like a dog. Uh, and then we have uh, Gangsta Boo, which is also another um, REM pod that is shaped like a teddy bear. So if we ever go into a location where, you know, there's claims of kids haunting the place, we'll bring in a little teddy bear. 
And then we'll be like, if there's anybody in here, do you mind touching the teddy bear? Like, it's okay. It's a toy. You know, then the thing will light up and sound. You'd be like, oh, what am I expecting that for real? The teddy bear is programmed with sayings as well. So it's like sometimes you'll hear it and the the bear will be like, you want to hold my hand? And you're like, whoa, hold on. And it's like you're dealing with a kid entity. It's it gets a very it gets to be very intelligent, right? Like you're like, yo, how does that even happen? It's the timing. If I'm thinking about making an at-home Ghostbusters kit, I need an Xbox Connect. Mm-hmm. What's close to an EMF? What can I a, a microwave? <laughs> Is that a REM pod? Will it create its own electromagnetic? Well, a yeah. cell phone. A cell phone. A It'll microwave it, can do it. Yeah, that's a REM pod. It's making its own electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know how to detect it. I could maybe use I could use a digital recorder on my iPhone. Possibly. I don't know if it's strong enough. You can give it a try. I'll come to your house. We will not be doing this here. Ooh, what else around the house could I use? Yeah, there's actually there's a lot of homemade tests that you can do. So for instance, if there's little kids that you think are haunting your place, we've had people actually put baby powder on the floor in the hallway and come back and they've seen little footsteps on the floor. You can get a little ball, like a basketball, put it in the center of the floor and draw a circle around it. And then when you come back, the ball may not be in the circle anymore. You can light a candle, literally light a candle, sit it in the middle of a room and have a call and response. Can you make the flame flicker if you're in here? And if that flame automatically starts flickering, <laughs> like it's little things like that, little tricks and tools that you can create at your own, in your own personal space to see if something's in there. Well, we need some controls because we all know <laughs> candles still will flicker uh-huh. regardless. And, you know, we can't lose that scientific integrity. <laughs> I'm like, I need to see the candle pattern for 30 seconds before and after. Plus or minus three seconds. You know what I think you could really use? And I saw this a little bit in Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. But all of these at-home security systems and Nest doorbells, you set up a Nest doorbell or a Ring doorbell right in your living room if you think something is going on. Put it in the corner. Mm-hmm. See what's, <laughs> You can see what's happening all night. Yeah, because it has like night vision technology. So it'd be able to illuminate things. Ooh. You have one of those kind of doorbells. Does it ever go off and you don't see anybody out there? Yes. Is it just wind? What kind? How is it activated? Sometimes I think it's like when a a large truck goes by, it triggers it. Sometimes if it's like a super sunny day and we have some trees in the front and the shadows are like moving a bunch, Mm. it'll trigger it. Or maybe it's a spirit trying to get inside. I feel you. And I want to say, yes, it's a shadow too. But you know, often in the movies, a shadow is... A ghost. Number one sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so we've gone through all this equipment, and we're ready to find some ghosts. We asked the Ghost Brothers to walk us through a typical investigation. What is the very first thing that they do when they enter into a space that might have some type of paranormal entity? Yeah, people have reported spooky things happening. <laughs> <laughs> the very first thing? It's probably pray. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like the very first thing is prayer, and we're we're looking for strength. We're looking for guidance. We're looking for protection, right? Uh, and then, uh, like Dalen mentioned earlier in the interview, the the number one tool is yourself. So when you walk into these places, you're immediately trying to see if you can feel the energy shift. But we also ask a whole lot of questions because people misconstrue like. a a leaky plumbing or, you know what I mean, the wind hitting up against their window. Like, everybody thinks everything is paranormal once they're scared. So we try to come in and debunk things, too, off the gate. 
You know what I mean? Like maybe your faucet is leaking or maybe you ain't shut your door all the way. Like it's little things like that can be responsible for a lot of the claims that people have. The Ghost Brothers were, are really, really cool. I really love Daylon, Juwan and Marcus. They were so much fun. And we just really wanted to know how the three of them got into all of this. Yeah, we couldn't leave without asking that question. I was literally watching up late one night, watching one of those Ghost Hunter shows on television, and I just realized that I didn't see any representation of myself on any of these TV shows. There was no black people. There was no minorities. There was no young folks. Like, my voice just wasn't being heard. And I remember me and Juwan was roommates at the time, so I literally ran across his room. Mind, just 3 o'clock in the morning. I kicked in his door. I was like, hey, bro, wake up. Get up, get up. He and bro, if you don't get out of my room, man. <laughs> I was like, nah, bro, think about it, man. We should really consider hunting ghosts. And when I tell you I've never been cussed out by Jawan faster than I was cussed out by him that day, <laughs> he literally, he thought about it and he came to me the next morning and he was just like, bro, you might be on to something, man. We have nothing to lose but to try it. I didn't realize how much science was behind all of this. Maybe we should start a side business where we make ghost hunting tools. You would do all the work. All I would do is <laughs> put labels on the box, okay? But that would be perfect because you could test it all out and you would be <laughs> the most adventurous one. I mean, it's all been so informative for me. This explains all these tools from a physics perspective. That's my weak spot and that's your strong spot and that's why we make a good team. Yes. We can even call the ghost brothers. We can be, be like, ghost sisters. Ghost sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all need ghost sisters? Let us know. <laughs> This makes me think of all the scary movies that I've seen. I need to go back and rewatch them because a lot of them have equipment where they mm -hmm. pick up some kind of noise or they look at radio signals mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. they're drawing stuff from what they hear playing back in a tape recorder. Right. I think I could understand it a little bit differently now. I hope their science holds up, though. Yeah, and poke holes in it, right? You're like, nope, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to come to your house this week and see you over there with baby powder all over the place and candles in every corner? The candles will burn, okay? <laughs> I will have the candles and just because it's spooky season, I'm going to get those taper candles. You know, the tall ones. I'm into that. I'm, I'm not sprinkling baby powder on the floor because who is going to sweep it up? <laughs> who? Baby powder gets in every nook and cranny. Your house will be completely different. I don't need those troubles. Gray floors. I've really been trying to figure out why I'm so into this. And I wonder if it's because I love Goosebumps books as a kid. Is this R.L. Stein's fault? <laughs> for you, I think so. <laughs> well, lucky for you and anyone else interested in paranormal investigation, there are some apps you can download, like straight onto your iPhone or Android. It's in your app store. Listen, I've been downloading Candy Crush and <laughs> all these restaurant games where you uh -huh. cook a burger, serve it up to the My person. My friend loves a restaurant game. It's a whole dark side, <laughs> a whole spooky side of the app store. Yes. I've these, been missing out. These apps let you detect entities. Like, there's a Spirit Box app. Listen, I when y'all do it, just don't come and be in our DMs talking about it because I feel like these new age ghosts, they probably have smartphones. You think they can get through to us? Yes. Well, tag me. I'd like to see what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> you tag me, I'm going to block you. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website for the cheat sheet on today's episode. You can find it and sign up for our newsletter at dopelabspodcast.com. Also, we love hearing from you. What do you think about today's lab? What are your ideas for future labs? Our number is 202-567-7028. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at dopelabspodcast. TT is on Twitter at dr underscore T-S-H-O. And you can find Zakia 
at Z Said So. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Special thanks to our guests today, Dalen Spratt, Jawan Mass, and Marcus Harvey, the Ghost Brothers. And they have something they want to tell you. Yeah, I need you guys to come support the Ghost Brothers for the Straight Ghosting Weekend. It's a Savannah Takeover in Savannah, Georgia, October 25th, 26th. It's going down. We're actually doing a haunted pub crawl. We're doing a paranormal investigation. We got uh, some ghost walks. We're doing a meet and greet at the Ghost Coast Distillery. So it's everything ghost. Savannah Takeover with the Ghost Brothers, October 25th, 26th. We'd love to see you there. Tickets are available on straightghosting.com. Our producer is Jenny Radlett-Mass of Wave Runner Studios. Mixing and sound design by Hannes Brown. Special thanks to Christina Martinez and Malinka Gumpankum. Original theme music is by Taka Yasuzawa and Alex Sugiura with additional music by Elijah LX Harvey. Dope Labs is a production of Spotify Studios and Mega Own Media Group. And it's executive produced by us. Titi Shadia and Zakia Watley. Now, if you have confirmed, yes, my head is hurting. Yes, these hairs are standing up on my arms. Ooh. I feel this lady breathing over me. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I just got scared. I just got scared just sitting here. Oh, oh man. I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> I love it, but also, I'm ready to run out here screaming. <laughs>